Well, last time I stayed, uh, slept over in the city, I got my tires slashed. So, <laughs> why were you there? Uh, my friend just moved there. Decided to stay over. Get out in the morning. Tires slashed. So now I've been like hesitant to just. It's like park almost my car like somebody like purposely did that to your car. At know. first, I thought that could have happened. Like somebody followed me. Oh, you. Yeah. Gave me yeah. sports picks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slashing this man's tires. This guy lost. I'm paying my bookie. I'm slashing this man's tires. His tires are done. <laughs> Welcome to Selling Your Circle. I'm your host, Juliana Gainsburg, and on this show, we talk all things business development, entrepreneurship, and investing. Each week, we'll have a different guest because, after all, it's about expanding the circle and keeping it fed. If you like what you hear, follow us on all of your favorite streaming platforms. Welcome back to Selling Your Circle podcast. I'm your host, Juliana Gainsburg, and today I have with me a surprise guest, someone I didn't realize I was going to be filming with this week, but today we have Dan Cervalli from Enterprise Sports. Yes, yes. I uh, appreciate you having me. Thanks appreciate you like, asking to come on the show. I'm happy we actually can make it happen. Yeah. Because originally I was actually supposed to not be here this week, but things got pushed back a little bit, so I'm actually leaving next week, so... Yeah, you're like, um, well, I could do it in a few days, but then I'm gone. Yeah, season. yeah, I'll be gone for four months, so. You will not be home not once? Probably twice, but it's only going to be for like a day or two, just to check on my house, and then yeah. I'll be so back out. that's for Enterprise Sports College Enterprise tour. Enterprise Sports, we're doing a college tour. Um, we've been involved with college content, whether it be with fraternities, sororities, just the bar life at different colleges, and then the football games, obviously. So we're going to be covering a little bit of it all this time, but I'm legitimately going to be on the road for four straight months. Are you happy about it? I'm no, I'm so happy. I'm so excited, but, uh, definitely nervous too. Cause it's like, I've never done. So that's your first like time this. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. We've done stuff in the past where like it's weekends and like, I come home, but this is legit on the road. How, I guess you're going to find out how that affects your like personal life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to see how it affects a lot of things. Um, <laughs> pretty much me, being the boss of three other guys and just kind of orchestrating that. But yeah. I think we have a good crew, good team, or we're, we're excited. So the breakdown of Enterprise Sports is you and two other guys? So um, it's me and my friend Doug who started it. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you asked me about Stone. Stone's actually just a guy who's done some content with us. I don't know why he's still on our I page. saw that you guys had a highlight yeah, of him, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. all right, I never really, I don't really see this guy too much, but he's there. No, so nobody's seen Stone him. in a while. Stone actually lives in West Palm Beach, Florida, and he works for ESPN now, so... That's Stone, um, yeah, we don't see much of Stone anymore, but when he can come up and do some stuff with us, it's always great. Yeah. Um, but there's three owners now, me, my friend Doug, and then this guy Craig who lives in Nashville. Okay. Actually and do you, have, too. do you have any other paid positions, like anybody else that works for you guys? Yeah, so the three other guys that are coming with us, one's a camera guy, and then two other guys who are going to be um, involved with content. They also have a podcast, so they'll be recording on the road too. I'll be involved with that. So we'll be streaming just about every night. Uh, they'll be doing their podcast on the weekend. We'll probably be doing a podcast to wrap up each week to kind of just tell our experience yeah. um, about where we just were. And, uh, yeah, so I'll be back in the podcast game. I think that's super cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So our plan is to pull into a university on Wednesday, stay there till Saturday, and just kind of film a week. The restaurant life, like I said, the sororities. Um, sorry about hitting the mic. Uh, the frats doesn't want to wear life. headphones. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then Saturday um, is the game day. So yeah. tailgate, and then the game, and then leave Sunday, and then leave Sunday, and use those three days to travel to the correct next spot. Yeah, and yeah. are you flying everywhere? Day. No, we're driving. What are you driving? Um, so by the end of this week, we're hoping to have an RV. 
And nice. we want to wrap it in our logo and stuff. So the sponsor that we're working with, I'm not going to say at the moment because it's not set in stone yet, yeah. but they're probably going to cover it. And so at this point, are you all in on Enterprise? Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's 100%. Job. We're four years in and it's, yeah, it's full time. That's amazing. So it's exciting. Yeah, it's a lot of fun for sure. When did that come about? Like when were you like, okay, we're going to launch this? So originally, um, me and my buddy Doug were going to do a sports betting podcast. And this was, I think, October of 2019 when we had this plan. And we were always into, like, um, you know, funny content, like you mentioned, that you used to do funny videos and stuff. But we did the same type of thing back in the day with Vine. Yeah. And I miss Vine so Vine, much. Vine was the best. We never, but like, we never took it serious. And we're always like, why didn't we just do what we did now yeah. back then? Because we feel like it could have blown up. But nonetheless, um, it was just going to be like a podcast, sports betting podcast, actually. And it's funny because it turned into everything but sports betting. Mm -hmm. So, like, we were originally going to do a podcast about that. And we've done just about everything. But, like, we, we've incorporated some stuff. But never, it's never been, like, our full push. Yeah. Um, and then COVID happened. So, we were, like, going to sporting events. And then COVID happened. And we started doing interviews on our page with different athletes, different, like, just people in media and entertainment and just started growing a following from that. And then the man on the street stuff that you see started like doing really well. Yeah. Um, That's like my favorite content. I appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I like, I personally enjoy sports mm -hmm. like associated content. Um, but I just think you just never know what people are going to say. Never. No. We, <laughs> and when people see you do. at the mic, we're like they don't do. even know who you are. Like they could be, they don't even know who you are. Let's just say, no, no. but they see you at the mic and they're just like, I'm running at that. Like yeah. they want to be in it. Especially when they've had a few drinks. Yeah. They see it or like you can go up to them when they intoxicate and just bring them on. Yeah. But like, you never know like what you said, people are going to say, what are people are going to do? If you saw the Penn State video, it's a perfect example. Interview a guy, he just leaves and gets into a full out brawl. <laughs> this guy, literally, he's just like talking to him about his life. And I guess he realizes that behind him is like one of his boys. I feel like he had to know that kid. He did. He wouldn't it, just hop in there. No, no, no. It was like one of his friends that got yeah. into a fight. Um, apparently, like a beanbag was from, what is it, Cornhole? Yeah. Was thrown at a girl. And that kind of orchestrated yeah. the whole thing. And you fight. can like see it all you, kind yeah, of unraveling. You see, like, you see a guy behind get punched you guys. in the face. And then, and then he <laughs> just comes up. He's like, oh, wait, one second. And like leaves the interview yeah, yeah. and just rocks yeah, the guy. A full fledged brawl. And 30 million views later, you know. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. So that's definitely the biggest video we had. And we have to go back to Penn State. So, like, that's on the I mean, tour as well. Penn State's rowdy no matter what. Yeah, especially the whiteout game. Yeah. I don't know if you've been to the whiteout game. Mm -hmm. It's an experience. Yeah, I'm, like, the most college, not college person ever. Did you go to college? Same. Well, I went for, like, one semester at the community college. Like, a semester. What community college? Burlington County College. Mm. Are you from Jersey originally? I am. I am. I yeah. grew up in Duran, which isn't yeah. too far from here. Yeah. And you went, you grew up in Northeast Philly. Yeah, like Bucks County, Lower Bucks. Yeah. Okay. And I went to Bucks in like Newtown. Did you know what you wanted to do or no? I went for small business and entrepreneurship. I was running a screen printing and embroidery company out of high school. Okay. And I didn't want to actually do that for the rest of my life. Like, I didn't want to build that business. So after like a semester, I was like looking around at all these hairdressers and landscapers and n nothing against what they were doing. They were building something they were passionate about. Um, and I wasn't going to get anything from that major and I just hated it. I just hated going to school. And now you do real estate. Yeah. How, so how did that? So I was waitressing during a okay. uh, senior year of high school. I started, I was, or maybe even younger than that. I got into the restaurant industry while doing the screen printing and embroidery. 
Then as I got like through senior year, it was more about money than being like involved in anything. And then I was waitressing at a casino. I opened, I was part of the opening staff for two new restaurants at a casino in Bucks County. Mm-hmm. And Parks. Yeah. Nice. So during that time, I was like about to leave school and I just, my dad was like, you, you can't just leave. And I knew that I wasn't going to just leave with, and be a waitress. That wasn't like the plan. Um, but I just was always in like sales. I used to make these socks when I was like real young and like okay. sell them, trap them out of my trunk at high school. Love it. How'd um, that, and how'd that go? Did that go well? The socks? Was that a hit? The socks were a hit. Football team, lacrosse, soccer team, everybody loved them. Imagine trapping out the um, trunk with some socks. Love yeah. It. So I always was selling something. And so um, I, I've said it on the podcast before in other interviews, like, Instead of selling chicken parms, I decided to sell houses. So before I left school, when I decided that I was going to get my real estate license, left, went to real estate school, and figured if it didn't work out, I'd go back, and it worked out. Good for you. Love to hear it. Yeah. And how long have you been doing that, and how long ago was this that you started that? I've been in real estate for a little over four years now. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. And you live where now? <laughs> this interview is now about me. <laughs> um, I live in Philadelphia. Okay. Nice. Yeah. How do you like Philly? I love it. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, my first... say the same. <laughs> you, Philly's a dump. I'm sorry. I mean, it is, but it isn't. It is, but it isn't. I mean, that's fair. Are you like, in the city? Yes. Okay. I don't want to tell people where I live. No, no, no. We're <laughs> going to keep it brief. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what building? No. I just, <laughs> no, I just want to keep... I didn't know He's if you He's giving were direct coordinates. Because I'm in the Northeast. Because I'm in the Northeast, and I'm outside So the my parents are from the Northeast. Very familiar with the Northeast. Well, I was very young. I spent a lot of time with my grandparents who were in the Northeast, and then, but most of my time was in Ben Salem. That's okay. like where I primarily grew up. Nice. Um, I moved to the city during pandemic. I just need like a fresh star out mm-hmm. of a relationship, and I was making good money as a real estate agent so I could live on my own. Yeah. So I just pieced out, even though if you're young and you're listening to this and you start making money, stay at home as long as possible and don't do what I did. But it was good and I'm glad I did it. I don't regret it because a lot of good things happened from being in the building that I was living in. Um, But yeah, I went to uh, Keller Williams convention in Dallas in 2020, right before the pandemic. Um, Probably started there, to be honest with you. Um, And I... Just so happened to be in a like really bougie hotel room mm-hmm. with a v- really good view of Dallas. And I didn't pay for it. It just like happened, like whatever the upgrade was. And I remember calling my dad. It was like my first trip, like solo, solo. Like I flew there by myself. I had no intentions of being with people. Like I was just went there to just do it. And I was obsessed with the city view. And at the time I was trying to buy a condo in Newtown in Bucks County. And I'm like, I don't, this is the safe route. Like this is like. I'll be comfortable, like it's affordable and I can like keep this for like three years and keep it as an investment property and buy something else. Like this was like the, you should do this route. Mm -hmm. And instead I was like, I'm going to take, I don't know, I guess at the end of the year probably was like $24,000 for a year of rent. So I was like, I'm going to go live in a bougie city apartment and like get it out of my system. And then I'll go back to the suburbs after. That didn't happen. No. Cool. Well, last time I stayed, uh, slept over in the city, I got my tires slashed, so. <laughs> Why were you there? Uh, my friend just moved there. So, I was visiting him, decided to stay over, get out in the morning, tires slashed. Hmm. So now I've been, like, hesitant to just It's like almost like somebody, like, purposely did that to your car. Well, three other cars on the same block had their tires slashed, so mm-hmm. at first I thought that could have happened, like somebody followed me out there, but that didn't happen, so. Oh, you... 
Yeah. Gave me yeah. shitty sports picks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slashing this man's tires. This guy lost I'm paying my bookie. I'm slashing this man's tires. His tires are done. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Hammered yeah. the over because of this guy, and now I'm going to go slash that. his tires. Listen, I would have thought that if, if uh, yeah, shitty sports. Yeah, no. Um, you shouldn't listen to my sports bets anyway. Doug's the guy to listen so to. So back in the day. Back in the day. This is where I think I get it from subconsciously, but my dad did like a sports talk show mm-hmm. when I was very young. Like same timeline as Barstool. And I like feel bad because like they were doing the same shit and my dad just like wasn't aware of it. He was mm-hmm. probably like f- 10 or 15 years older than him. So didn't Portnoy. So like he just didn't know. And he didn't follow through with it. And maybe if he would have, it could have been something. But he had like a whole podcast. It was live on YouTube. He was on a local radio station for a while. And it all started with picks. So like I have a little bit of experience with that. Okay. And he was on YouTube when YouTube was like just starting. Um, How long ago was this? You said 15 years ago? No, I was saying that he was, he's like 15 years older than Dave Portnoy. Oh, okay. So if you think about where his mindset was and his like, yeah. Sphere, it's not the same level as someone who's like fresh into social media and like that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I think that was part of the reason why he didn't like advance like he could have because he wasn't mm-hmm. like young enough. Yeah. Um, Which makes sense. I mean, Dave, yeah. I think was 26 when he started Barstool. Right. I'm, I'm thinking about it. My dad probably was doing the like videos and stuff when he was like late 40s. Okay. But same timeline, same like. Yeah. Like he so he started this website where he would put his picks out. Like two thousand early two thousands, yeah, yeah. um, and so it was the same cool timeline. Icons and like, yeah, stuff. and it was like, like old, old school people's internet. names, and it was like he did some like vlog or uh, blog stuff. Like okay. it was literally the same shit. It's a shame. Like he just didn't know. It's a shame, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. That's why I have some like, I'm like spitting out stuff here. Yeah, no, it's funny. Your tires. If, yeah, no, we don't need to talk about that. No, if uh, it's funny. <laughs> it's it was a long day the next day. Um, it's funny because if, if Dave never started with. He started, I probably wouldn't have started what I started. Is that like someone that you'd say you like look up to in that sense? Yeah, in a sense. Um, now I almost look at it as like competition, crazy enough. Do you think you'd ever get the call from them? I think it could, uh, I mean, it could happen. I know people that work at Barstool now yeah. and they've said like, would you ever go? And I'm like, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to see where this takes me at the moment. If like bigger things were to happen, I've got an offer. I yeah. definitely listen to it. I think that there's a dollar amount to everything, right? Of course. I think there's pros and cons. Like you've built something yourself, so do you necessarily mm-hmm. need them? Yeah. No, it's like, but yes, because it could take it to a whole other level. Of course. Yeah. Like it, it's definitely like a platform that has been built well and a lot of people, you know, see them. So I never say it's, you know, out of question, but I like being my own boss too. Yeah. What did you do before this? I bartended. Nice. I was a bartender, so, and I really all didn't the know good what, entrepreneurs come from restaurant industry. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I did like a bunch of stupid jobs, and yeah, yeah, and then we started in my mom's basement. So that was four years ago. Funny enough. Interesting. It's it's interesting yeah. to see how something could have like exponential growth, and four years is not a long time. No, it's not, and I, I feel like we still have a long way to go. Right. But to see some of the videos take off it's definitely rewarding so for enterprise sports you Mm -hmm. what's like the difference so originally the you page was just um like an athletes page because two years ago athletes college athletes were able to get paid Mm -hmm. so we got into that world too with nil so we still do a little bit of it doug's more the guy for that 
Um, he has a relationship with a lot of the athletes that we've worked with, kids from Alabama and North Carolina um, and Georgia. Georgia probably is the because Branson Robinson, who's a running back at Georgia, is probably the biggest kid that we have now. Yep. I at, watched that video today. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, I think. Yeah, so he's probably the biggest athlete that we have. And, yeah, so, like, that was originally why the page was built. It was just to kind of post the athletes that we were working with. Yeah. Um, but now it's probably going to be just the tour stuff on there. So and it's like going to become the tour page. College meme. Yeah, just all college stuff. funny videos. And um, Now, do you have someone that's – who's posting everything? Pretty much me and Doug. Is that is there like a plan for that? What do you mean? To like get out of doing? Of course, of being the ones? yeah. Like we have interns too, like who have done some of the posting, but um, for the most part, it's me and him that do a lot of the posting. More him. Yeah. He posts a lot more than me. He I does w- more of the editing. Yeah. And stuff. So he's. Do you do editing as well? I do. I do some, but for when we go on tour, the biggest thing is pushing our YouTube channel. Like we have a really good camera guy, and then we're gonna have some good video editors. So. How does the YouTube do? Not great because we haven't really like pushed it really hard. Yeah. So like that's the plan this um, this fall is to really have long length videos, fifteen to twenty minutes of the whole, you know, whether we're at Alabama, yeah. our whole um, time we've spent there. That's and always something I say I want to be better at. You're none. I just popped up your YouTube. Sorry about that. Go for it. Um, is it the one with the blue logo? Correct. Looks good, dude. Let's go. It looks like, yeah, like, we, we definitely post some shorts. Um, well, that's, we got like, a, I want to monetize that. Correct. And, like, but the longer-length videos is where you get yeah. the money. And it's where you get, I feel like, more just known. I feel like it's where you get more publicity, just the longer-length videos. You're on camera more. And it's, like, I feel like yeah. people kind of have an introduction to your life. I guess it depends like on the kinda, audience, though, because, like, for instance, back to Barstool again, like, I am a BFF's podcast yeah. fan. Like, I like that a lot. Do you like Josh? As a person? Just on the show. Uh, sure. Okay. I never really followed him until... I think he's good. I only started watching that... I've always been a Portnoy fan, but I only started watching it because of Brianna Chicken Fry. That's, like, how I started watching And she's show. exploded. Yeah. I love her Pretty story. Pretty much from the podcast. So I know she was big on TikTok beforehand, but she's well, exploded. Well, she... Like, everyone kept tagging Barstool in her TikToks, and then they brought her in to be, like, an intern... And they were like, wait a second, we're just going to like offer you like 70K or like whatever it was. They realized she was good. Yeah. Like immediately off the bat, they're like, forget being an intern. Like we didn't realize what we have here. And then she blew up from that, got her own podcast, started becoming creator for Barstool. And then from there, I don't know what happened where the BFFs thing came into play, but I thought it was pretty smart. And yeah, that has like launched her completely. But that's why I started listening to that. But the reason why I brought that up was because for the longest time, I wouldn't watch episodes. I would just watch their TikToks. You like that short, just entertainment. No patience for the long episode. No patience. Attention span. I, nothing. I love podcasts. It's just like, I feel like, like obviously Rogan kills it. I'll, I'll listen to Rogan when he has a good guest on. Yeah. I'm very much like about the guests. Like, I feel like if it's a good guest, I'll be more inclined to listen to a whole episode. Yeah. But I get it. Like the short, you know, a lot with our TikToks, it's like I try and keep it like 10, 15 seconds, like a quick hit and let it just roll. Yeah. Because that's what people like, people's attention span just isn't long. No, it's... Pretty bad. Do you listen to print, uh, Plan Brie as well? Not as much, but I do. Do you like Grace? Yeah. You do? I like when they do stuff like when they're like in their Boston like jerk off accents. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? No. They like do this thing where they like talk like they're idiots. Okay. And they're like, I'm from Boston. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I feel like I've seen it. Yeah. I feel like I've seen and it. And it's like a whole, like their faces, everything changes. Like they literally like turn into these characters. It's like the craziest thing. And... Uh, 
how big is she on YouTube now? I feel like she's grown on YouTube because she was doing vlogs because no she was doing this stuff at colleges too. Yeah. Well, she, she did the whole college tour. Correct. Which, again, like, I think that's such a good idea. Like, yeah. great way to monetize. She sold merch. She mm -hmm. had, like, VIP stuff. She had lines. She would go to bars before and after. And um, that's what we're going to be doing, too. Like, the bar life will yeah. be at um, a lot of the big bars because um, the brand that we're working with is a alcoholic brand. So um, just about anywhere we go, they'll be putting their products in the bars that we're going to. So... He won't tell us what the brand is, but it's I fine. understand it. Well, it's not done yet. It's so we expect no, it to I be get done it. tomorrow or the next day. So if you I, have me on again, I'll tell you all about it. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I'm locking you in now. Now you have to come back. Now you just can't leave. Um, okay. So let's let's just switch this up a little bit. <laughs> now you just can't leave. It's a good Bronx Tale reference Thank right there. Thank you. <laughs> Brownie points for me. Um, anyways. It's a great scene, by the way. Can you tell me what song's playing during that scene? <sighs> I can hear it, but I don't know the name of it. And I will not sing it. Can you? I think I got it in my head, but I'm probably wrong. Go ahead, say it. Uh, Famous band. Is it is it a Rolling Stones song? No, it's close, though. No. Same mm. time, probably the rivalry. Okay. Uh, no. It's oh, go ahead, you tell them. Come Together by the Beatles. Okay. Great song. Mm. It's a good guess, though, on the Rolling Stones. I thought it was, please meet you, help you, and that might that's not a different, be That's a different, that's another, like, mob movie, oh, when, like, all, chaos. Yeah, they all have banger soundtracks. Yeah, that's in my top five. Of? Movies. All-time movies, or just mob movies? You're just nodding your head. <laughs> <laughs> top five all movies. Okay, okay. What's your, wait, all right, where is You're going to ask me what Honestly, I'm going to switch up the whole <laughs> notes, I don't even care about what I wrote down. Yeah, um... Top five sports movies. Oh, God. Um, see, like, I, I almost have two different categories for okay, sports give me movies. Because you have comedy and then you have, like, legit movies. Okay. Um, legit movies first. Legit movies first. Uh, number one would probably be The Natural baseball movie. Okay. Never seen it. I know what it is, but I haven't watched okay. it start to finish. Attention um, span, zero. Number two. <laughs> uh, this is in no specific order, though. Okay. Uh, probably Rudy. I was hoping you were going to say that. Yeah. That was the first one I Rudy's had in my great. Mind. Remember the Titans, definitely. Uh, Miracle. Mm -hmm. I oh, God, that's another good sports movie. Uh, Hoosiers, probably. Hoosiers, I would put. Field of Dreams. Know. Field of Dreams, too. That was That's another one I was thinking. It's great. A League of Their Own. Got to throw the girls in there. Do I, though? For the women. Yeah, for the women. For the chicks. It wouldn't have been my top five, but good movie. <laughs> it's not I in like the top the five. I, it's a good movie. But it's a good movie. There's no, no crying, crying in baseball. baseball. Did we just become best friends? Yeah, I think, it. I think it's happening. I think it's happening. So, like, top five. You can't leave me hanging. What is this? I don't even know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> so now we go to, like, funny movies. Yeah. It's probably, Happy Gilmore is probably one. Mm -hmm. um, longest Yard, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Double Adam Sandler. I know. Big Adam Sandler guy over the Sandlot. here. I feel like the Sandlot's going to yeah, be Yeah, classic. Blindside. But a whole lot of beef right now Wait, of Blindside. Blindside. Yeah. That's it's not funny, but it's uh, not like serious either. Blindside's a good movie, Isn't though. That I mean, it's like a rom com. Yeah, it's pretty. Sports. It's like Sandra Bullock, they think. They so. have Isn't jokes that real? in it. That's real. That's it's like, a real story about yeah. Michael Orr, but it's coming out that like he kind of yeah. got Britney Spears. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that that's what he means, though. I think he means that they didn't give him the full of what he should have been owed from the movie proceeds. Oh. Mm. I don't know if it's from. 
I don't know. I didn't really, honestly, I didn't read the whole thing. I didn't either. I just saw, I saw, <laughs> we're like, yeah, all right, I saw Blindside 2 uh, preview with him holding a chair next to Sandra Bullock's head. So that's probably. <laughs> I think you made that meme. I, I didn't you. make that meme. I promise I saw it today. <laughs> There's one that didn't make it on the, the comedy list though. And it's, it's also a rom-com kind of. MVP? Yeah. No, not MVP. Airbud. <laughs> no. What did I say? I, I think I didn't even finish. I fi- what did I name? Like, you three? did. Yeah, you were at three. I was at three. Yeah. Other funny sports movie. Dodgeball. Oh, that's great. Dodgeball's got to be on there. Nah. <laughs> no. I could live without it. You're not a fan of dodgeball. I'm not. It's not my top five. <laughs> Semi-pro. <laughs> <laughs> Replacements. No. No. What? No. Not no. top five. Keanu. No. What? Oh, you guys have to rewatch it again. Sorry. We don't have to rewatch it. It's not in our top five. Sorry. <laughs> Dom, you let me down on that one. That movie is... Whew, all right. I can't think of anything else that's top of my head. Mighty Ducks? I, stop saying what I'm thinking. It's annoying. God. All right, so what's your top five movies then? You go Bronx Tales in the top five. Bronx Tales, very good movie. Does it make my top five movies ever? I don't know about that, but it is a good movie. Robert De Niro's character, I like very like, movies. appreciate it. Underappreciate it, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. What's the best mob movie then? Goodfellas. Okay, you say Goodfellas. What's the, is there a better mob movie than Goodfellas? That would um, like top Goodfellas? I don't know. I feel like The Godfather 2 is a good argument. Uh, I think that all Godfathers should be in their own category. So you separate all three. <laughs> it's just, you just have movies and then you have The Godfather. All of them. One, two, and three. Goodfellas is probably number one. There's just so many lines. I'm going to go get the papers, get the papers. <laughs> Jimmy, what's up, guy? <laughs> Nikki eyes. Jimmy two times. Jimmy two times is going to get the papers. <laughs> yeah, but, um, what was exactly, that's what I'm saying. But like most mob people who I've seen like interviews with, they say Goodfellas is the most realistic. Yeah. They say. Not a movie, but I'm also a big Sopranos fan. Sopranos is great. Like that, I just could rewatch it over and over. Sopranos over. is really good. Yeah. Love Christopher. Christopher, I think, is my favorite in the show. Or Paulie. Paulie's great, too. My friend has a um, shirt that says, like, you know, like, in, like, mid-2000s, if, like, someone passes away, they used to do, like, on the boardwalk, like, those, like, graffiti, like, not even passes away, like, the birthday thing with, like, the person's face on it and be, like, their name, mm-hmm. like, bubble letters. Mm-hmm. He has, like, a Adriana shirt. <laughs> it, like, says our name on it, like, R.I.P. Like, it's, like, real. Is he wear it? Yeah. He wears it out? Yeah, I'll have to find you a picture before you leave. You're that. from the Northeast? From the Northeast. Well, you live in the Northeast. You're not the from northeast. the Northeast. I'm not from the Northeast, no. Yeah. If you are, you'd know him. Just moved over there in the last year. <laughs> nice. Do you like it? Uh, yeah, so far. It's still a little... So you moved there from Jersey? Correct. Why? Um, Never heard of that. Little story. Uh, so my aunt passed away, and I had the option of buying her house, and I got her house. Oh, nice. That makes sense. So, yeah. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. No, no, I appreciate it. not nice. It. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I'm no, like, no, yeah, was, buy your no, aunt's no, no. house. Yeah, so that's the main reason why. To, uh, to be honest, I probably wouldn't have, but, yeah. you know, still getting used to it. Yeah. I have a it's skunk not- problem. <laughs> so you're enough. in, like, the suburbs northeast. I'm in the suburbs. I'm right near Holy Family. Okay, yeah. But That's like I the have a tip. skunk problem. Like, I legitimately have a skunk. There's eight skunks by miles every night. <laughs> and they're, they get in my yard, and then i like, nervous to walk out my door because I don't feel like getting absolutely tattooed yeah. by a skunk. So, yeah, this happens That's every like night. a Ben Salem problem. Just in general, Ben Salem has a skunk problem? <laughs> no, like rodents and stuff like that. No, like we ro- have, like, groundhogs, skunks. That's growing up in Ben Salem. That was, like, in the summer is always a thing, skunks. Yeah, I don't. I, but that's because you're, I like, on the border I think there. I've seen one skunk in my life before I moved here. 
and now I see them every Skunks night. Skunks don't go to Jersey. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. And I guess. <laughs> um. Oh my God, we bounced around so much. Okay, let's do a couple questions. Are you asking me questions? Or yeah, I'm gonna, gonna ask you questions. I wanted to do some stuff from that you guys do on your page. So, uh, craziest thing that happened to you in college, but you didn't go to college. So mm-hmm. during the years of what you would have been in college. Uh, probably my friend getting drunk and trying to fight a cop. I think I've talked about that in one of our other videos before, but it was, it was bad. What was the ending? He went to jail. I had to do a lot of community service. It wasn't good. Why did he want to fight the cop? Cause the cop, he was just too intoxicated and he was just being dumb and he was like mouthing off to the cop and the cop was like, you need to go home. And he was like, this is just, was this at, col- at a college? It was at uh, Rowan. Okay. And yeah. did you, I, like we said, we both didn't go to college, but I went to like Penn State a lot. I went to Cutstown. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of friends that decided to go mm-hmm. away, let them get the college debt. Um, is that like the same for you? Did I go away like different colleges? Did yeah, you yeah. Like so go, like my friends, go to colleges because um, you didn't. One of my friends went to Miami, so I went and visited him. Uh, one of my Doug went to Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, another couple of friends went to West Virginia. So yeah, I like bounce around Temple, even local schools, Penn. Yeah, but um, it was always nice to like go to. I a just school like for a didn't while. really want to go away. Like, I didn't want to live in a dorm. Yeah, I can see that. But now, like going, you can see that with me or just in general. Like in general, okay. like I, I don't know how. Like, <laughs> I wasn't sure if that living. was a judge of character. No, 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 the no, first no, no. Twenty no, minutes like, of meeting. No, but the idea of living in a dorm like does kind of suck. Yeah, I went and toured Westchester, like my junior year of high school, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Westchester's a cool school, though. I love the town. Yeah, I loved everything about that college. If I would have went away, it would have been there. But they showed us like the shitty dorms first, and the no air conditioning, like mm-hmm. tan wood furniture, like. It smelled in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like, to, remember calling my dad. Widener, and it was probably oh, even worse. Yeah, I've heard things. Let alone I remember, living in Chester, I mean. I mean, I wouldn't have chose that. Yeah. But I remember, like, they took us to the fancier ones after, like, the refurbished ones at the time. And it was, like, an extra four or five grand more a year. Mm-hmm. And I remember calling my dad. And I'm like, dude, if I'm going here, I got to be in one of these things, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm staying home. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not doing I'm this. I'm out. I'm out. I'm an only child, and I've never had to share. Anything. 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 Only child. Do you have siblings? I do. I have a younger brother. Can't younger relate. brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just one sibling. He's taking up a lot of my mom's. He's my younger brother's autistic, so like I feel like yeah, yeah. it's a different situation. But yeah, he's a good kid. He's he's high functioning, so it's good. Yeah, definitely a different. Situation. He'll be coming to some of the trips with me. He was gonna film for me a little bit. I love that. Yeah, he's cool. Get the whole fam involved. He loves it. So what is it when you first started with it? Did your parents were they like skeptical? Of course. They're like what the my hell are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's always were you making money? Are you making money? For a while we weren't making money, so. You're you know, like, no, but trust the process. I've always said, I'm always like, no, but when we do and. Then you'll be happy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's kind of what I say to my dad. Yeah. It's I'm just, not making money yet though. But I guess <laughs> they don't see that no, I am. I immediate results and, you know, they're so used to the way things are supposed to be. How right. society has structured things, you know, they don't know any different. So with the sports betting stuff do you guys still really do anything with that or no see we're going to be getting more into it because we have a, a couple different sports betting companies that want to do um they want to sponsor the trip so it's going to happen more and more now yeah. like we'll give out picks on saturdays i think in time we could do a um a show like a college football show on saturdays yeah. so 
I feel there's like, a lot to come. There's a lot to come. I've been finding out more girls that I'm friends with that actually like bet sports. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't even think that you would have the FanDuel app or any of that. Yeah. Now with like the easy access of it. Yeah. Why not get into it? I, when I first got into real estate, I started to learn more about stocks because I was like, okay, I'm like young and I want to be able to have conversations with men that are like, it's a predominantly male industry at the time. Mm -hmm. It's actually, I think it's changed now, but, um, it's always been like the average age of a real estate agent is 55. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, what are the other things I could talk about? besides real estate that like Mm -hmm. will get me into the door personality wise. And so I had like a decent knowledge of sports and stocks was like the other thing that I brought in. But every single time talking about betting sports, like Mm -hmm. one, like I remember one of my first trips for Keller Williams, I went to um, Arizona for a KW young professionals thing. And they sat us all at this table. It was really hard to like meet people because we were all like in a line at this table. And to the right, I have four like mid thirties guys and I'm like not in either side conversations. And I'm just like trying to figure out like where my place is with Mm -hmm. this. And someone brings up hockey and I just like made something up. Like I just like knew that the Flyers had played the night before and I was like, oh, like got murdered on the over on that. Like I thought that was a a, a lock Mm -hmm. and immediately it was like. (laughs) <laughs> it was like you yeah. say that's a lock and yeah. I was like yeah what you were like is that a, that's a term right I immediately was accepted into that conversation and go. it's just like silly how shit like that like yeah like the one meme is so true with guys it's like guys can literally sit around for three hours and just name old sports players and yeah. just be entertained yeah it's so true I think it's interesting like I can't remember players names for shit mm-hmm. but then like there's other things that I could like just spit out whereas like but maybe it's not the other way around for guys I feel like guys just naturally can just memorize names and stats like it's just a thing yeah I mean I feel like this is something they really care about yeah like have you ever really really cared about sports have I yeah 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 are you into it now I think I'm getting back to it I think the pandemic really just like yeah I just didn't give a shit anymore it sucked but Last year, we had really good run for Eagles, really good run the for Phillies, Phillies. Yeah. Union. <laughs> I don't Phillies give a shit Eagles. about soccer, but Phillies yeah. and Eagles, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, feel, I didn't know the Union were in the championship till the day of the Phillies. Was it? Was lost. It, I think it was. Yeah, it was the same day the Phillies yeah. lost, right? We just yeah. lost everything all I didn't even day. know they were in the championship till I saw that <laughs> afternoon they were in like penalty kicks and. Yeah. And they lost. Um, Flyers. I've always gone to hockey games my whole life. Hockey's fun. I, like, played sports video games growing up. Like, I was into it. Yeah. But the Flyers continue to let us down year and year again. I mean, for the past 20 years, it's been dump and chase hockey. So, like, Yeah, since Ed Snyder died, the whole organization pretty much died. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But what about the Sixers? What do you think about that? I think they're a joke. What do you think, think this year is going to happen? I think James Harden's a joke. Uh, well, Ben Simmons was obviously a loser. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen this year. Uh, I really don't. Well, we have to trade Harden because he can't leave. Well, yeah, no, he doesn't want to be here anymore. Um, Like, how does that work? Are are we going to be in a situation again where, like, we just bench someone because they don't want to be there and we don't want to trade them? Well, I think they want to trade him, but I don't think they want to trade him to where he wants to go. That's the problem. And it's like, why would other teams take that if he's just going to be, can I curse? Yeah. If he's going to be a dick and not go, he'll go somewhere and just not play. Yeah. So... You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a shitty situation because he wants to go to L.A., and I don't know what L.A. is going to give the Sixers. 
I think they need to trade Embiid. I think it's like at this point. I think it's just done. I think it's, yeah. I mean, it's just. We've given it our has, best with you know, him. He, he, he's coming off an MVP season where his value is higher than it's ever been. You can get young, you know, regain some picks and try and build for the future and try and build around like Maxi. Yeah. It's done. I think I don't know. I, I mean, I could be wrong. Who knows? Maybe they'll bring in somebody and they'll make it. What happen. do you think about um, Pat Bev? Pat Bev. Oh yeah, they got him. I forgot. I kind of checked out. About after, him. I, I kind of just checked out after they lost to Boston. Um, I don't know. I, it's a guy. He's in his mid thirties. I can't yeah. get really excited for that. He's got like a whole thing with Barstool. Yeah, he's he's an interesting guy. It's like I just always find it interesting when players are like actively playing and then have shit like that. I mean. Then again, Kelsey brothers are like killing it on the podcast world. Yeah. They are like the new Manning brothers. Great guys. But like too. way better. Great guys. Awesome guys. Yeah. Like just super genuine. Yeah. Jason. I interviewed Jason. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he's good. Uh, I met Trav. Didn't get to interview him, but he's, they're both really nice dudes. Yeah. Jason is just like a dude. He's just a guy's like he's guy. He's just a guy. Yeah. He's a guy's guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Any more questions? Were you going to ask me rip more questions at me? <sighs> No. That's it? I had she's a 10, but I just couldn't think of anything good. She's a 10, but. Yeah, like she's a 10, but she gets mad at you if you want to play golf three times a week. She's out. Completely out. She's out. How's your golf game? Is it worth getting rid of a 10? I, I probably need to play three times a week to get better. Yeah. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Castle Public Adjusters. If you have fallen victim to property damage, Castle Public Adjusters is your first and only call. They will make sure that you get the maximum compensation for your property loss. Remember, avoid the hassle. Just call Castle. 215-752-1237. I've been recently doing a lot of um, mini golf. Nice. I'm like really good. Maybe we should play each other and film it. Short game, very good. We should play each other and film it. Okay. We should it short is. game very good. It's it's the whole game short, short game. game. Yeah. The short. whole game's a short game. Well, I'm a five one, 129 pound woman that doesn't have a lot of upper body strength, so my driver's not great. Okay. I'm just saying. Putts, I've been doing ten foot putts in my living room, and I'm like really good. Yeah. So if I gave you one of my golf clubs in here, you think you could sink a 10-foot putt, no problem? For sure. Okay. A thousand percent. I have the Don't little- have a golf club? <laughs> I used to, but I brought it. I just played golf. Do I have in my trunk? <laughs> no, I don't have them in my trunk anymore. Uh, are you left-handed? I can be. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I actually went miniature golfing. Um, I started doing this thing where I do mic'd up mini golf. Yeah, we should, we should do this. We can. We should play each other. This would be so I, there's a tournament coming up in Atlantic City on the wait, 1st. Wait a minute. Wait, there's a mini golf tournament? Oh, I was just invited into another one. Is there a winner? Mm-hmm. And cash. they get cash. What's the cash prize? Uh, the one I was supposed to do, I couldn't make it, but the one I was supposed to do, I think, was there was five places, and $2,000 was the total of cash okay. prices. So it's not bad. A $50 buy-in. $50 buy-in. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. Is there like good players out there? Yeah. I met a, I connected with a couple of these guys that like have like YouTube channels for it and stuff. And they were on the show on Hulu and ABC called Holy Moly and it's like Wipeout but with Yeah, I know a girl that won it. Um, Okay, well these guys were on it. What the hell was the girl's (laughs) name? (laughs) These guys were on it. (laughs) I got one better for you. (laughs) <laughs> they messaged me and they were like, come to this tournament. And I'm like, all right, I will. You got me beat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about who you know. 
No, I interviewed I her. thought you were about to grab a sea aisle. <laughs> should, we, should we shotgun one? I'll watch you shotgun one. I absolutely will not be shotgunning one. The cans are a little hard for shotgunning. I will tell them that. Joel, um, short game is a, is a little more than just putting, though. You know that, right? Yeah, but, like, I'm I'm not bad. I hear you. I won the chip and putt contest at golf camp in sixth grade. All right, let's How go. How many people were in that? <laughs> well, <laughs> there was a lot of people. It was the whole camp. I don't know. It was a whole camp. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. All I know is there was this one little fucker that I knew, like, my whole grade school that was, like, the best golfer out there. And what happened? You beat him. It's like my know? claim to fame. Did you let him know? Oh, he knows. Did you talk some shit after? Yeah. Yeah? I won the Gatorade and the new golf balls. Wow. Yeah. It's quite the prize. And my pride. And your pride. <laughs> to this day. And if I see that man again, I probably will at some point in time. Give me the X job. You know who you are. <laughs> he probably is watching this right now, honestly. I would be willing to is bet. Is this live? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but as he's watching it <laughs> as he's in his living in. room right now. Um, How about you? Uh, I'll ask you a question. Wait, uh, one more thing. Go ahead. <laughs> so I went to this course in Atlantic City with some CIOs because it's BYOB. Mm-hmm. And I played amazing at a 40. That's nice. two putts on every hole. Yeah. Actually, it was no. I had a couple Wait, hole no. in one. No, that's so. not right. It's 18 holes. That'd be 36. Maybe it wasn't 40. Okay. Maybe it was 36. Okay, that's a good score. Yeah, and I was looking at the leaderboard for the league, for the tournament that I was going to be in. There was, like, a league leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And the best score from the week prior was a 36. And I'm like, wait There's a second. There's only one round? I'm not sure. Every I was in a league for Liberty Grounds in uh, 17th and Girard. There's, like, a brewery putt-putt place. Yeah. I was in a league last year with them and each How's the neighborhood there. It's fun. It's great. Okay. Seventeenth and Gerard. Yeah, it's great. Great, great neighborhoods. Right by a nice uh private school. Okay. Gated. Gated. Why um, is it gated? Uh, it's just <laughs> private. <laughs> um no, I was in a league there and every week it was different rules. Okay. And one of them was you had to putt with one hand and the other hand you had to have a beer and, or a drink in your hand at all times. Mm-hmm. So I went to this place. And I have a video of me putting fabulously with one hand. Sea aisle in my hand. Wow. Yeah. So but is no. That, wh- is that is that how you play now? You just use one hand. I could, so or I can go left-handed because I'm ambidextrous. Ambidextrous. Say it again. <laughs> one more time. Say it one more time. Ambidextrous. Also, by the can way, get, I don't can know. We get a check on that? Is, that. is that the proper way to say that? I don't know. That one was not the first. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are like getting your eardrums blown out or what. I'm assuming that Dom has this under control because our guest, mm-hmm. me, did not want to wear headphones. I didn't. Personal preference. I was going to be the only one not wearing headphones or wearing headphones. But you could have still wore them. Yeah, but then it would have looked weird. I don't know. Would it have looked that weird? <laughs> all right, what was the question you wanted to ask? Ah, see, now I'm, I'm all over the place. Ah, what was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you something. Uh, it was something that, what's the craziest experience you've had or craziest, most interesting customer that you've dealt with in real estate? Um, I have two. One was from the lending side, a mortgage lender in New York. I met these clients. They came to an open house in Ben Salem. 
They didn't speak English. They were from New York. This guy was buying it for his sister. Where or something. are they from originally? Originally, originally? Yeah, because people from New York speak English. I don't know. They spoke Spanish. Okay. I forget where he's from. I still talk to this guy. The okay. client is very nice. Um, I did the entire deal in Google Translate. Mm-hmm. Probably was, took a while. Honestly, it was kind of fun. I felt like I was learning Spanish and okay. like typing in code because cool, I would though. just like send it back and translate it. And it was cool, whatever. And you closed the deal. Yeah. Good for you. $365,000 deal. That's Google a, Translate. That's a deal. Anyways, he insisted on using a lender he's used before who was based out of New York, but the lender was licensed in PA. But in New York, it's chaos. Mm-hmm. Like their contracts are in and around. Like we might close in and around this day. And you might get this document in and around this day. Like, no, this is the timeline. If you break this timeline, you're out of contract. That's how we do it in PA. Yeah. I don't care what you do in New York. So the lender didn't like me. And not trying to, like, say I'm great, but I am a good agent. Like, and I, you can ask a lot of other real estate agents and a lot of other lenders that have worked with me. They will say, like, easy to work with, very organized, like, wants everyone to have a win-win like I'm not an asshole and there are a lot of people in this industry that are assholes Mm -hmm. on every side of it Mm -hmm. so he's any industry though yeah I'm just saying like I know I'm not one of them like I do my best especially with my peers to like just make it easy for everybody Mm -hmm. and um this lender was like it was during pandemic, like timelines were back, banks were being annoying. Like there was just like all these different things. It was at the end of the year and they just, they had like something else open with him, like a refinance on a different property. And like, they just weren't telling me anything. And that was getting me in trouble with the seller and the listing agent. And so one day, like this guy, one of the lenders, like he was like the boss of the guy that was writing the loan, like basically got on the phone and like screamed at me and like cursed me out. And was just like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, you don't know how to do your job. Like, called me names. Like, shortened my name. Like, was calling me, like, Julie. And, like, was just, like, extremely disrespectful. And I just had it on speakerphone, like, in the office. And the listing agent for the house that we were buying was in my office. And he hears it. And he comes running down. And he was like, is this not a fucking lender? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah. I'm just sitting here, like, I think I maybe was 21. 20, 21. And I'm like... I don't even know what to say to this fucking guy. Like, I want to, like, get in my car and drive to New York and beat the shit out of this dude. Like, that's how bad it was. So, um, yeah, he just, like, the listing agent actually got on the phone and, like, told him that I think he cursed him out back. But I've never in my life been spoken to the way that guy spoke to me. It wasn't even my fault. It's not, it's not a fun time. Like, I never even got into an argument with, like, a girl or somebody in high school. Like, where someone spoke to me in such, like, degrading manner. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're an idiot. You're an asshole. I don't know who the fuck gave you a real estate license. Like. That's fucked. Based because he didn't know how to follow a timeline or yeah. communicate. The deal closed. Yeah. That, would, that, that wouldn't have flown. That w- I wouldn't have dealt with that. Other than that, I had, like, a really crazy lady just, like, make shit up and just was like hard to deal with. But I think I've actually had it like pretty easy. Like I know a lot of real estate agents that have dealt with like squatters or like getting like jumped on showings, like real estate agents, especially female real estate agents get like targeted all the time. 
we'll have imagine. like we have these things that will go on in like our like MLS um, or like our association will send out like a mass email like hey if you get a call from like this person with this name saying this this and this like it's a scam like they're trying to like kidnap yeah <laughs> agents. like I always say keep a taser on me um, I should have a gun but I don't don't come and get me I don't have a gun yet what don't you shake your head at me. You are a, a resident of a state where you can, so you should. I know. Well, yeah, the thing is, I was. Well, I was taking lessons. Good. For a while, I just didn't feel like, as a, civilized, person, that I should just go and buy a gun and have it on me without having proper training. That's that's respectable, but <laughs> you should. Yeah. You should move forward with that process. I do have an alarm system, in my house. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to help you if you get jumped, but... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I, if I was going to, like, just keep it at stand home... Stand back, I have an alarm system at home. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if I shit. was just going to have it at home and not carry, like, <laughs> I'm not just, like, free doing life. But, um... Probably not a bad idea, though. I always keep a taser on. on me. If I'm going into a, a situation... Spray? I have pepper spray. Um, if I'm going into a situation or a neighborhood that I feel like I am unsafe solo, mm-hmm. um, I always tell someone. That's smart. I've taken my old uh, office I worked at before, my broker carried. And one time I needed to do a closing, do a final walkthrough for investors in Philly, and they were not going to be there, so I would have to do it by myself. Property was like 60 k And the area was very active at all times of the day. Active. Elaborate. I don't think I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> I think Kensington? I don't know what the guidelines are for real estate and talking about this. <laughs> I'm not really sure, but basically it was very active with people. Mm-hmm. And I did not feel safe going there by myself, unlocking a door, being inside the house by myself without being, have like full peripheral behind me view. Yeah. So um, my broker came with me and she carries a gun. There you go. Yeah. So it... It matters who you work with. Absolutely. Any other questions for me? Um, if I think of one, I'll ask it. How are we doing on time? We are at 52 minutes. Wow, that's a long one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how, what do they typically run? Right about there. 52 minutes. No, not 52 minutes. I try to keep it under an hour. Okay. I don't really think I would listen more than an hour. People would. Well, this one. okay, let me, let me go back. I have listened to multiple podcasts that are longer than an hour. Uh, the name is leaving me. Um, part of my take. Yeah. That shit's so long. It's long. And spitting chiclets too. Chiclets is better. I, think. I like chiclets because it keeps me in the know of like what's going on. Yeah, I think chiclets is way better. I think part of my take, like I like Big Cat. I think it's a little overrated. I'm a Big Cat fan and I'm also a Biz fan. So those are the two mm-hmm. reasons why I like both of those podcasts. But... Um, Rogan's episodes are sometimes like four hours. That's uh, they get up there. I just listened in in segments to an interview that was six hours long. Yeah, it's a wonderful. So interview. I've had people say to me, "Oh, your episodes are too long." <laughs> just like that. <laughs> yeah. Be like, oh, your episodes are too long. Like, like you got to okay. do like twenty five minutes. I'd be like, How about if you don't have twenty five? If if you don't have an hour, then you can split it in half if you really want to listen to it. And if you don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, just be like, turn it off after 25 minutes. But I will say I drove all the way up to, like, Reading area to be on someone's podcast. That's such an exciting area. I hate driving. <laughs> <laughs> I drove all the way up because I wanted to be, I didn't want to do it on Zoom. 
I liked the in-person thing. I liked the good quality. And it was 19 minutes. So you drove two hours to talk for 19 minutes. Mm-hmm. Reading sucks, by the way. I was being sarcastic. I I'm not a fan. Go. Okay. Just making sure you guys pay. Yeah, Reading. Oh, no, we know. Okay. I'm just making sure. <laughs> We're very high emotional intelligence okay. here. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I figured that. No, I figured that. Oh, okay. Just checking. Um, I'm going to run through my notes real quick here. Go for it. I don't think, I think I've we covered everything. I've been on a podcast in a long time. Like I did one for a while. What made you say yes to this? I don't know. I, I like listening to some of the stuff that you had. So I was like, yeah, why not? He's doing the press tour. He's about to leave. Yeah. I mean, I like it. Gotta push I think it. it's a good yeah, idea. We could get it out it. sooner than later. I'd like, when you do come back, I'd like to talk about like, you're about to get into YouTube again. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear about like the strategy when you do come back yeah. after you did it for a while. I'd, I'd love to hear about it. Absolutely. I mean, that was one you of the- You do a show as well? I do. I do a couple, not my personal ones, but I'm on YouTube all the time. Okay. We have Instagram. We have all, all other accounts, but I'm always interested in people's strategy and what they're doing just to see the different things out there. He yeah. also, I don't do anything. Okay. All right. He does everything. He does everything. You just yeah. show up. I get people like you to come on. Okay. And then- Who's the biggest guest you've had? Probably you. Let's go. Oh. Nice. I'll take it. I don't like to hype people up like that. No, I'm just kidding. I'll I think you, right? I'll take it. I don't know. Um, I, so I, I had, I did film an episode that comes out tomorrow um, with a friend of mine. His name's Ken. He is a Instagram YouTuber, real estate agent out of mm-hmm. Orlando. He owns a an Instagram account called The Orlando Real. Mm-hmm. And, but he's, I don't know. I think that's at like around under 40,000 followers on there. Okay. If that's what we're basing it off of, no, it's following. just no. I it's I think it can be trying to think about things. Yeah, I would say that you're probably. I have some people in the queue. Okay. That we haven't filmed yet. Who's a guest you would want to get on? Do you want to like? Where, what's your goal with this? Like, where do you want to take this to? Oh, I'm so glad you asked this. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, we're gonna be here for another hour. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, actually, one of the reasons why I, because I've been following. I guess I really haven't been following the actual page, but I've like seen your content for a while now. Maybe cool. it's on other things. I don't know how that works. Barstool's like I always think- posted our stuff too. Um, Barstool Philly. Like I've seen you interview people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Barstool Philly probably has. Have posted. you ever seen me in person or no? No. Okay. I don't like the cold. So if it was a tailgate, I wasn't there. Okay. Why did the tailgate last week? Preseason game. <laughs> I hosted a tailgate last week. Uh, for the Eagles. It was Phillies and Eagles. Hmm, we did it in Xfinity. I was probably there. Not at my tailgate. Not at your tailgate, but Damn. was there. I had a DJ, I had a caterer, had all types of fun it's stuff. It's a shame. It's a shame we didn't record this. What? It's a shame I didn't know. Um, the girl I did our my show with before, she's a bartender at Xfinity. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you probably saw her. She yeah. was probably there. Um, so... When I first started doing this, it was called Realtor-ish. And I would bring in people that I felt had something in addition to being successful or really awesome real estate agents or Mm -hmm. in the real estate world. Um, Because in this industry, I've had a lot of opportunities to start other businesses or do other things through people that I've met, which I think is really awesome. And then I also thought, okay, like this would be a good platform to give these people like the spotlight and provide value and blah, 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 blah. Of course. Obviously I talk a lot, whatever. So, um, 
if we take it like all the way back, like young, 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 young child, I was like on the morning show and shit in middle school. Okay. Like I always like talking to loudspeaker and stuff. We had like a full studio production with a teleprompter and it would be like whatever the updates were. This would be on like a TV? Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. So that was, it was called Sunnyside Up and that was like my first thing. And I wanted to be in sports broadcasting. Did people like make fun of you for it? No, it was like cool. Okay. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. It was like. I did some shit like that. People would have been like fucking loser yeah well in high school it was it was a loser thing to do in the high school that i went to it wasn't cool and i didn't do it okay the one in high school but in middle school you middle had to school like yeah people did that in my middle school too i remember we had these old shitty tvs and i remember they would come on in the morning you had to like try out for it and like get selected there was only six people every year it was three eighth graders three seventh graders it was like a whole thing interesting um and in ben salem i didn't go to ben salem high school but ben salem high school had alice tv network and that was like a big deal too like, people thought that was cool. It wasn't, mm-hmm. like, a lame thing to do. And that was, like, on local TV. That's cool. And everything. So, I back then, I wanted to be in sports broadcasting, and I wanted to be, like, a sports reporter. And that was my whole thing. Like, I was all into it. And then as soon as I got to high school, I'm like, that's lame. I'm going to be super cool and play sports and party. Do you think it's lame now? No. That would have been so sick. But also, you don't have to go to school for journalism to do stuff like that. Nope. Anymore. No, you don't. Because then you can just get the opportunity to go to the Kentucky Derby. Oh, you saw that. And interview people mm-hmm. or the Indy 500. Like, yeah. how does that happen? Like, wh- at what point do you get called for that? Do you reach out for that? Um, so the Kentucky Derby was kind of a strike of luck. So um, our, like I said, third part owner, Craig, who came on a year ago, we met him. He's an attorney. He actually has um, season tickets to Churchill Downs. Mm-hmm. So he knows the CEO of Churchill. He was able to... We applied, and he was able to put, a, like, a word in for it. Um, we also had the credibility from covering the national championship. We got credentialed for the national championship in L.A., and now it's a lot easier for us to get, like, different events. So Indianapolis 500, that really wasn't hard to get because we had the Kentucky Derby to show, and we had the national championship. But are you reaching out to Indy 500? No, Craig does mostly uh, okay. applying. Craig or Doug, but Doug like someone still. from your team is calling them. Correct. They're not calling. Yeah, yeah. We okay. apply online and then we'll email, um, or if we know somebody who's, yeah, anywhere in that. Um, All about who you know, who's in your circle. It is, yeah. It's networking's so big. So, the girl who got us, this girl Rachel, who got us the stuff for um, the national championship, she's also a part of March Madness as well. So, if we need to cover the Final Four. She can hook us up with that. So, That's awesome. So the Super Bowl is the plan this year. Daytona 500 as well. Yeah. So I brought that up because Dom asked me that. Like when I first came in to mm-hmm. do this podcast, he was like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, I know how to sell houses and I'm doing pretty good at it at the time. I'm still fine. But like, I just, I don't know. That's what I knew. Um, however, if you could like not put a dollar amount, it was just like, you could do whatever you want and it'll like, you'll be set and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what you do for fun and you're passionate about it. I love the idea of like an in arena host or like a Ryan Seacrest type of like interviewer esque type of like MC type of MC, yeah. like some type of content creator. Like, I was like a little late to it, but I watched Emma Chamberlain on YouTube a lot. And I don't know if you but know mom, who she, I, it sounds familiar. She's a vlog style YouTuber. She's 
she's young. I think she may have like just turned 21, maybe 22. She's huge, probably, right? Huge. And she started when she was like 16 and like dropped out of high school, got her GED, went full-time vlogger, moved Mm -hmm. out, was like in LA. She, her brand has like changed over time. But one of the things that I admire a lot about her is that she's always been in the like fashion and Mm -hmm. like her opinion matters for whatever reason. Like that's, she's just like grown that following. And so she'll get invited like by Vogue to interview people on the red carpet. Mm -hmm. And that's just based off her influence. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't go to school for journalism or any of that. Does so that I, stuff interest you? Like red carpet stuff? Um, I think just like interviewing in general. Okay. Like, let me, let me know. Yeah. Just let me know. We can do some stuff. So, um, that would be like, that would be like a dream job for me. Yeah. So I've like done. And you can make it happen. Yeah. Just if you resource properly, you can yeah. make it happen. I've done a few things in the real estate realm that are like similar so for Keller Williams I've done a couple like Instagram takeovers at their big conferences and I'll interview people while I'm doing that um I'm doing something this weekend coming up there's like a boxing event in Atlantic City that the people that are running it are having me do something similar to that um so I'm like close to it yeah it's like happening yeah um but yeah I would say like that's generally like people ask me like why do you do the podcast I just as like a content creator and a public figure, it's just a way for me to have good conversations, high value content. The mm-hmm. reels do very they well. Look really good. I mean, what kind of camera is that, Don? This one is an A7S III. Yeah. And I, how much does it cost? Like, because I think I, I know. Like, how much is it? Like, is that one around like two thousand? Because um, I've been looking at different cameras now because we're getting a new one for the road. Why don't we? What? Let's. Well, we'll talk after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dom's yeah. not dropping prices on yeah, 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 I don't need to actually. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's I Googleable, but yeah, well, yeah. let's talk after. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's the one I think I was looking at, but then it's like then you got to buy lenses. It's I couldn't do any of this without Dom. Expensive, for sure. Yeah, I no, have people it looks all great. the time. I mean, I'm looking at it on there, and I saw your set. It, look, it looks really good. You guys have a really good setup here. Thanks. I get dick for asking how much cameras. Good. I'm acting like I'm just talking. I'm acting like I'm just talking. That's my. No, it's fine. That's my I told you this was going to be like relaxed. Yeah, it is. Oh my God. You inter- you ha- I did an interview with this girl that I followed for forever who's been in sports. Kay Adams? Yeah. Yeah, Kay's great. She was like, She torched me. She why came. are you so. I know. Why are you so serious? I could tell you why I was so serious because I didn't sleep n- the night before. I was on Adderall. Oh. I was like, it was a mess. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to <was nervous>. say <laughs> that Kay Adams is a I, smoke show and I, she's awesome. Well, no, she's definitely an attractive person. I was nervous on that too, but it was just like, that stuff typically is about I literally was just nervous because I had never done a red carpet event. That's that's honestly why I was nervous. It was a whole different vibe. It's not your yeah. typical tailgate. Like, I'm around yeah, and it's ABC, more like- NBC. Like, all these big people are here and it's like- that's one of the videos I yeah. saw of you, and I was like, wait a second. Yeah. I really like this shit. Yeah. No, Bobby Flay. Mm-hmm. But, like, next year, I'll be so much more ready. Well, it's uh, reps. Yeah, it is. And it, it's just, I, I know, like, what I'll be able to do more of and stuff. The first episode that we, I did here, we never released. It was just, yeah. You have to, ex- yeah. We did, like, it four was, practice ones before I even released one with my last co-host. Yeah. It was, the content in general was good um the quality even though we were in the studio we didn't know what we liked we didn't know like lighting wise like if you look at that cut or that like episode versus what we do now it's just completely different like is lighting it? yeah uh, all right i want to check it out yeah you should check it out the lighting is like totally different we've we've changed this so many times 
And um, how long have you been here? I think this is about 11 months, maybe a little more. Okay. Good yeah. for you, man. Oh, What's so your you dream? weren't here that much longer, that much before I came in then? No. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. What was said, What's your dream? I said, what's your dream with all this stuff? So it's, it's evolving right now. So it's kind of hard to articulate it. Uh, it was to be a creative director. Then, I mean, arguably I achieved that just depending on scale. Um, mm-hmm. But now my dream is to have a media production conglomerate, but also something that can function way beyond my input. So I'm looking, I'm, we're trying to scale businesses. And if you can't step away and have it function properly or even better, that's, that's not really what I want to get into. So it's evolving right now. Do you want to do more content? Do, would you want to like, oh, yeah, I love doing content? It. I love doing content. That's really what we love doing. However, it, it needs, we need branches to be able to scale up and perform to get to where we really want to get to. Like we want to do a volumetric studio, which is a room full of LED panels that you can hook your computer up to and program an environment that's also tracked to your camera. So instead of a green screen, you can actually just put the scene on it and it moves as you're filming your people with the environment. They it's crazy so stuff, but cool it's like shit. a, a it's million insane. dollar. It's insane. I mean, you see, it's like another thing I didn't really mention that we want to do is streaming. Like streaming's become such a big thing. And that's why I'm looking at these type of cameras to just go on Twitch and like blow it up too. Cause people are literally just, I love when they do like the sports, uh, when Barstool, the Barstool does live the- stream. Yeah. We're going to be doing, I don't think we'll be doing some, we might do some of that stuff cause we want to probably get more into sports betting. So like that'll probably come about, but we want to do more stuff. Like even like if you've seen Aiden Ross or Kai Sinet, like, they literally just do nonsense, and we yeah. just want to sit in our hotel room and do literal nonsense. Like, out of nowhere, just I'm being, popping be, out to the tour. Be, this sounds like my kind of You're more time. than welcome to come. Either of you guys, come I'm out. Coming. I'm being dead serious. I'm not hitting that. the road. I literally, Let's go. You were gonna, I, I'll pull up the schedule in a second so you can listen to some of the places we're going. So, if any of those places okay. strike your interest, sure. come on out. But just like random stuff, sit in our hotel room. We could throw like just hockey gear on, just start a full fledged hockey game in the hotel room. Fuck yeah. <laughs> just like and just be checking the like, shit out of each other probably destroying a hotel room but dude like, that's like the one time um i don't i think i might have said this on the podcast too before i always forget like what stories i say but um my friend kate and i did a slip inside in her dining room oh my gosh exactly like if we streamed that that would have and all you have to do and like we know how we're gonna build it up like tiktok even though tiktok sucks we get shadow banned all the time we, why we're, I, they just they, god forbid somebody's drinking or smoking a cigarette in the background, they flagged their videos. Hmm. I'm not allowed on TikTok live <laughs> because, yeah, they just didn't. They said our content was hateful, um, which it might have been a little bit, but it, it, but it wasn't hateful. That's like the thing. Like we did a March Madness bracket. Did you ever see this? Not, I don't think so. Not that it was hateful. And it really wasn't hateful. I mean, to some people it might have been, but we did a March Madness bracket, but we put people in it. We had like OJ Simpson versus Helen Keller, and like people would right. vote on well, who they liked that's better. All that way. It's it's comedy, it's not, and and the line some people they yeah some people the line just way back. Get I think TikTok irritated. is a little yeah. yeah. Like so. I'll sometimes go on TikTok live while I'm like doing my hair, like working on paperwork or something, and I'll have music in the background, and then like Drake will curse, and then they'll be like, Yeah, you can get flagged. Uh, you can get flagged. It's so dumb. It's like not even me. <laughs> but we were getting like. The one that I literally had 15,000 people in my life. And 
It was insane. The comments were <laughs> insane. You can't even keep up. Oh, no, you couldn't. Like that. It was like I, I stopped paying attention. Because I know I've it. had like three or four hundred and like even at that, like. It's a lot. Can't people even see what people yeah. are saying. Yeah. It was it was insane. And we would get like two or three thousand every single night just being on it. Yeah. I and think that's smart. Going was, live. It was until we got. So you're not allowed to do it at all? I can't on that account now. So mm. I've been like trying to fight for that now for like a month. So that's been a thing, but like Twitch and the other ones, I forget what's the other one, Kick. I forget the other streaming device. But Aiden yeah. Ross, I mean, the money that these streamers are making now is incredible. It's we, actually insane. We've talked about doing something live. You should. I would do like current events and sports, like another show live. You should. Definitely could. Put a twist on it, though. Like what? I don't know. Think of a twist. That's look at, I'm like, saying. a lot of different shows. Like, they just have something. Like, the ones that do really well. Like, look at the girl who's interviewing people, and she's just so monotone, and she had Drake on. I know, and had, dude. And that shit drives me crazy. It one is. of her boobs is bigger than the other by a gigant. That's That was her thing. You, oh, you when she was that? the TikTok mom. More yeah. content, yeah. If one From is breastfeeding. Freaking watermelon. Wait, one's a grapefruit. Isn't she? How old is she? Bobby something, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's, her, she's, that's how she got started. She does mom stuff on TikTok. She's a kid? She's two, I think. Yeah, she looks young. She's not old, but she looks younger than she is. Interesting. Do you think she's funny? He's shaking his head. I don't laugh out loud. So you don't think she's funny? That's how I consider somebody funny. I like, think, I, I, think I liked funny. the Drake interview, but I'm obsessed with Drake. Did you watch the Tiger one? No. There's like a sloth kind oh, in the background. Oh, wait. I, I did. <laughs> There's like a porcupine in between them. <laughs> I did watch some clips from Tyga. Okay. But, um, yeah, the Drake one was where she got me. They're like in a bed, right? Yeah. They're just like sitting in a bed. How did she even get Drake? Oh, that's the question you got to ask, no, my friend. It's, she told. I think they she talked about BFFs, it. She said on BFFs, she told how she yeah. did it. She used to pay people to come on her podcast, like $300. The most influence she could get, like, in LA, wherever she would drive, yeah. she would like pump, breastfeed, get in her car, go do these things and come back like hustling. And then one day she got someone like, I forget the full story, but basically she got someone and then Drake liked it, like liked one of her reels. Mm -hmm. And so at that moment, she just immediately like DM'd him and was like, when are you, when are you going to come on my podcast? Like just shot or shot. And he answered and was like, yeah. And then from there, she didn't have any management. She didn't have, like, anything that was, like, supporting all the things. So Drake was like, you have to use these people. And then he connected them with his management. And that's why everyone thought that she was an industry plant because she was using his, like, his a very people. industry type his of people. people. Yeah. And it was better people than Drake. But she, if you go on the BFFs podcast when they interviewed her, she tells the whole story. Like, Who was your favorite guest on the BFF? I don't really have a favorite guest. I like, I just like the three of them. I think they have good, okay. I think Dave got a lot of shit in the beginning for like doing this like young podcast with these TikTokers and like he's trying to be young, but. He's smart. The, he's so smart. He's so mm -hmm. smart. I think it does extremely well. It's entertaining. I like that they have, that the one dude like makes the call sheet and like mm -hmm. they don't know really exactly what they're talking about for the most part until they like sit down and get it and they kind of just go over it. Mm -hmm. And if it's like not that big a deal, he's like, all right, fuck this, we're done. Yeah, their whole, I mean, Dave's whole, like Barstool's whole evolution is pretty insane. If you've ever watched the yep. documentary, it's mm -hmm. pretty insane. Big yeah. story. Yeah, okay. I can tell. 
But <laughs> we've talked about it like eight times on the podcast. We talked so about like, a lot of different stuff, but the music tour thing that I want to put together, yeah, is pretty much inspired by the Blackout tour. I don't know if we're going to do it as crazy as the Blackout tour because he got a lot of backlash and was like, you know potentially getting sued by a lot of people and stuff and he lost a ton of money but something similar in a sense of rage. he got sued for not even sued he just got like it wasn't even necessarily he got sued he literally just got destroyed by the media and a lot of women making people it was like what did they say it was an environment that is susceptible to rape or like making women look really bad because they I think you basically could do it in weren't a d- wearing anything. and Yeah. I think you could do it in a different way. I think we definitely can. I think... Just in a more, like, positive party scene. Yeah. And, we, and we've kind of um, been in that space already. We've done uh, events with frats at Alabama mm-hmm. where they put... It's insane how much money these frats have, by Bama the way. Bama is crazy. Bama, we did it all Miss. We did Arizona State. We'll be back at Arizona State this year for um, a Halloween event. Holla Rave. Shout out if you guys want to come. You're more than welcome to come. Um, I would definitely come. That's oh, my favorite. Yeah. So it's it's something we've kind of dipped our feet in, but we want to be full-fledged in. Yeah. So that's kind of why I'm going on tour. It's because I'm going to get the taste of like just being away and consistently being on the road. I'm really excited for you. I appreciate it. Excited I for you. You got to keep doing the podcast. You're good at Thank it. Thank you. Thank it's you. Good. This is relaxed. I don't feel pressure. That's what I. That's what I like when people come in here. Like they're like, oh well, what are the questions? What are we gonna do? And I'm like, yeah. as long as you're not like closed off. Like if you're willing to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I have to get people comfortable. Like they like, you can see they kind of like relax into the chair. Yeah. They like realize like it's not that deep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's awesome though. I think the tour will be really good, and we are definitely excited to have you back. Yeah. To talk anytime. more about that one. We hope you guys come out. I'm coming. Dom, you got to come. Dom and I are hitting the road. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're kind of pushing on time. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, tell them your socials, even though they probably already know. Uh, well, I think my name on Instagram right, is at Enterprise Dan. And Enterprise with a Z. E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-E. Sports. Um, TikTok. YouTube. Instagram. Facebook. Uh, it's not Twitter anymore. What is it, just X? Um, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I can't believe he did that. Yeah. You know, I, I just, like, recently found out about this. <laughs> Do you use threads? I did. Like, I think Doug For the first couple of days. We, like, I didn't even realize we had a following on it. Yeah. Well, it's, like, kind of automatic. Yeah. It kind if of just they like, click it. Yeah. You know? I, um, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, but then I saw a, then a stat that, like, 70% off. of the people who were on it early are already off it. Yeah, I haven't gone on it. Because the algorithm sucks on it. There, yeah. like, is no algorithm. Like, you can't go viral, basically, unless you have, like, a followers. Right. Yeah, I, I haven't been on it. Um, yes, your Instagram is no spaces, no capitals, enterprise with a Z, Sports Dan. Yes. And you can also find them on Enterprise Sports and Enterprise EU. And if you are not following me already, mine on Instagram is J-U-L underscore the realtor, J-U-L the realtor on TikTok, selling your circle underscore podcast on Instagram and TikTok. If you are not checked in on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can find us there and on YouTube and we will see you next time. Thanks again.